having me. How are you? I'm doing great. I've enjoyed my my tour of Macomb and Monmouth, and um, we've got a great schedule planned today, so it's, I'm looking forward to it. Good. Well, tell us a little bit about you. Let's get to know you. Sure. I've well, um, first of all, I'm a mom of two. I have a 13 year old daughter, 16 year old son. Um, I've worked in conservative politics for about 10 years now to work. To I've, I've worked to elect state legislators to offices to advance conservative reform policies um, for the past decade. Um, this, you know, in the past two years, what has happened in the state has been really unfair. Uh, as a parent, like many parents, I was deeply troubled by what was going on in schools and how kids were being treated and how teachers had to deal with, um, you know, situations relating to COVID and. I wanted, I, I, you know, so when Jesse asked me to run with him, I was, I was excited. I knew that, you know, I've watched what's happened in the state for the past 10 years. I've seen policies, I've seen different ideas advanced. I've seen what works and what doesn't work politically. I knew I was ready to jump in and join the fight and I'll be ready on day one to start making a difference in Illinois. Okay. Kathleen, where are you from? I grew up in Wheaton, Illinois. I'm from Warrenville, which is a little town right next to Wheaton, so we're all travelers. Yes, yeah. and in you're up in the suburbs where mm -hmm. uh, it's it's been so interesting. We have a huge geographical state, so yes. things were, were different in different parts of the, the state during yes. the COVID pandemic. So did you keep an eye on, on each of, of the different lawsuits that went through? Yep, we did. And actually, we worked with a lot of the parents um, who were involved in the suburban uh lawsuits because the suburban districts were the holdouts for a long time um, and we fought alongside parents up there in school districts to ask them to stand ask our districts to stand up for local control we knew the governor made it put school districts and school boards in a really tough spot where they couldn't um, they were not able to even run their schools and the concern is and this is what we don't want to happen is that we're moving further and further away from a community based school district and further towards a state run school district and that's what Governor Pritzker and his state board of education have set up their dictating curriculum from the state board down to local districts things like comprehensive sex ed and the the uh, culturally responsive teaching and learning standards which we know is as critical race theory um, as teachers are being trained in that um, up in in, in DuPage County already so we you know um, th those things are, are wildly concerning for everyone involved and so and then in, in addition to that just more, more importantly two-thirds of our kids in this state don't read or perform math at grade level it has been that way for a decade and now we're all focused on in, uh, what Prisker's board has done is focused us on indoctrinating kids rather than educating them. We need to prepare these kids to go out into the world after high school, whether they want to go on to college or go on to another career with skills to be successful in life. And we're not doing that. And COVID has set us back even further. Okay. And uh, what? tell me about your political background, mm -hmm. how you feel you'll be able to work inside the quote unquote, and this is everywhere, the machine of politics. Sure. Um, well, I think, you know, especially for Republican candidates, this comes up a lot because of how Bruce Rauner, um, the tr problems he ran into. And so here is the, you know, the contrast. Well, so Bruce Rauner, a couple things happened there. He um, first, he ran, tried to run his entire agenda through the legislature, and he made a personal um, enemy of Mike Madigan, the speaker who's one of the most powerful mans at that time in the state. Um, 
he said the governor's office, the executive office is actually very powerful. He never used the full um, power of the executive office. So first of all, what you can do day one without ever, ever running through any anything through the legislature, you can repeal all of the mandates that Governor Pritzker put in place, any that are left anyway at that point. Um, and then you first you appoint the boards. So you appoint the State Board of Education who has is proposing all of the curriculum that they're pushing into schools. And of course it goes through a Democrat legislature, but if you have different curriculum coming down from the State Board of Education, then you have different outcomes in your schools. Um, you appoint the Prison Review Board. You appoint um, the Illinois Department of Health Board. So you start putting different people who honor local control, who have practical solutions, market-based solutions for um, some of the different state issues. And then you get you start getting different outcomes there. And then also you manage all the agencies, right? So you can run our many of our agencies better now without ever going through the legislature um, to deliver services better for people, to streamline and add accountability in for results. Um, so and you, there's some, you know, waste, fraud, and abuse, if you can believe it, in some of these agencies. So you can eliminate some of that. Um, so as Governor Jesse's going to do that, I'm going to help him. Um, and then you work with the legislature on, you build coalitions of common interest around certain issues. So, for example, in education, I think Illinois is ready for a school choice bill because when Governor Pritzker went to the legislature and asked them to cancel the Investing Kids Act, which is a tax credit that is given to some parents that you can apply for to send your kid to another school. You get the tax dollar, uh, tax credit um, to send them some uh, to some somewhere else. Mm -hmm. He lost. Pritzker wanted it. Unions wanted it, and the legislature voted against it. It's the first time in known history that Illinois Democrats have voted against an initiative of the teachers union and it's because many Democrats on the left and the right I'm sorry many they want choice they're ready for it they understand that the public school system that we have set up right now does, is it just it isn't working for kids it's not working on the south and west side of Chicago and they want to empower parents to take the money that is spent on their child's education and go to uh, where their kids will be educated. If you could, these the discussion that we're having about the education side, if you could make changes, what what do you foresee, obviously mm -hmm. making the change you said at the agency level mm -hmm. for our Illinois School Board of Education, but what, what do you see to ready students to prepare them to help educate them and get back on track as you see it today? Well, you have to shift the focus from a lot of the um, the new curriculum in terms of, you know, the social emotional learning um, and put it back on really strengthening how we teach the basics, reading, math, and get kids up to grade level for starters. Um, and then there's there are a lot of really innovative solutions in education for example there's a future of illinois um, a program where you allow companies to invest in schools independently to and it would put kids on a track to um a, a role in the trades there's a you know there's different business programs that they run through so you start to decouple education funding from the state but you're also putting in a program 
that's invested in giving kids certain skills to succeed in and you know a trade or in business because that company wants a return they want skilled workers in those arenas um so it's you know it's it's based on performance so if you're not performing they're not going to continue to invest in it but um then you kids are graduating with marketable skills and this is something that they've done in Colorado where actually um, there's a SpaceX program in one of the schools that where kids are learning electrical engineering and mechanic mechanical engineering and you know it, just a variety of things and for it's for parents from poor neighborhoods are happy to go there and parents from very wealthy neighborhoods are proud to have their kids in the SpaceX program so it creates a level playing field um, which is what we all want is right is equality and in, in education we say we want it but we don't fund schools or put programs into schools that actually create that well and, and if you think about it it's taxpayer mm-hmm. dollars so mm-hmm. asking parents and teachers mm-hmm. and and students also you know including them in the equation would be interesting to see yes. that perspective mm-hmm. we're talking with kathleen murphy she's the running mate uh, for lieutenant governor with jesse sullivan's campaign for governor on the republican ticket what other policies or part of your platform do you want people to know about you well I think it's important I mean crime is rising across the state um, and it's it's been in certainly in Chicago but also in mid metro areas around around the whole state and we have put together a safe streets plan that's been endorsed by 16 sheriffs around the state um, and those endorsements are important because the sheriffs have to operate under that policy that is put in place right um, so we fully back uh, our police. We want to empower them to bring, you know, we want to stop demonizing police officers and stop glorifying criminals. And, and we're going to, you know, change. We want to make community safe for Illinoisans. Okay. Uh, what else would you like people to know? Well, I think it's um, important for people to know. I think a big concern for Illinoisans um, is the corruption in state government. Right. And we have written a plan that is it is broad and it's ambitious, um, but it is necessary if we're going to root out corruption in state. I mean, we have Mike Madigan is under federal indictment now. We have I I mean, it's just a rolling list of public officials who are, you know, being investigated or wired up or so it has to be addressed. It's the one of the biggest problems that we have is this culture of corruption in our state government. Um, And this past year, Governor Pritzker and Democrats passed an ethics reform plan that was it actually took us in the completely wrong direction. And in fact, the legislative inspector general, a woman named Carol Pope, quit after they pass it, quit her job, said it, it makes my role a paper tiger. I can do nothing to enforce, you know, rules on these legislators. Um, she has endorsed our campaign. So this ethics reform bill is, this plan will set us on the right course. And if we can't get it through a Democrat majority legislature, we will um, be sure that we are working to elect people who will align with the the 
um, ideals set out in the plan mm-hmm. um, because we know that right now have asking Illinois Democrats to bring to write ethics reform for Illinois is like right asking Charlie Sheen to write a relationship book and expecting that you're going to get good results. We just we have to and everyone knows this, but so we have to start not only um, not only advancing ideas but we have to start bringing in people and and building that farm team and we are ready to do that jesse's a coalition builder and um he has worked with diverse teams in adverse circumstances with successful outcomes and he is going to do that in illinois well when you being from the Mm -hmm. suburbs yes you have a lot of experience or at least uh have been around and seen illinois uh the challenge for all illinoisans Mm -hmm. has been you, you've got a large state. Yep. You've got a large voting population mm-hmm. north of I-80 mm-hmm. and a whole other set of demographics and geography south of I-80. How, what kind of advice did you give Jesse on getting in, into this race? I actually, one of the things that I like about Jesse is Illinois is a diverse state and he has a very um, interesting background. So he grew up in Petersburg, mm-hmm. Illinois. He worked on his family's farm with his eight you know, eight, eight, eight brothers and sisters. And he, um, so he learned those values and he understands the lifestyle of people who are farmers and, and who, um, you know, work hard in fam- family businesses like that. Um, then he has, he has worked um, to build businesses overseas in South America as an entrepreneur. He went to his business school at Stanford and Oxford. So, you can take, you know, he'll fit in just fine in a, you know, a C, with C-suite executives. He knows, he understands their interests and he understands what um, is necessary to make business go in Illinois from that level. He's a father of five kids and he's a foster parent. So he understands the struggles families are are faced with. Um, so I think that his, his life experience and he he genuinely has an interest in serving people around the state. And we have worked hard to get to as many places as we can around the state to meet with people and to listen to their concerns. Um, so his life experience combined with his genuine interest in meeting with people and making sure that what we're doing um, is best for everyone. And a lot of times that is removing the state from local decisions. And, you know, Governor Pritzker has been very heavy handed. He's brought the state down on local governments. And, you know, you maybe you uh, a $15 minimum wage is reasonable in Chicago. It might not be reasonable in Monmouth for business owners. So, the state needs to stop, you know, forcing themselves and thinking they know best for every business and every school and every. So that's the approach we bring um, was, is an understanding that this state is diverse and a one size fits all approach is not appropriate. And we also we work hard to understand the different perspectives that are represented throughout Illinois. Okay. Anything else from the economic perspective you want people to know as you visit Monmouth today? Well, um, you know, economically, we are, we have um, had COVID money come into the state, right, that has put a Band-Aid on some of the financial struggles that we have. But everyone knows that, first of all, gas prices are rising. That's really hurting a lot of middle-income families. Your state legislators, some Republicans, one of whom is running at the top of the, the, the Republican ticket as a lieutenant governor, voted to double your gas tax. Jesse and I want to repeal that gas tax. 
right? Jesse has signed a pledge that he will not sign off on any more, any new taxes, because we don't need more taxes in Illinois. We've done this for for decades where it's a tax and spend and borrow and spend and tax and spend and we are in the worst fiscal crisis in the nation so that doesn't work so we have to look at reforming um core um structure making structural reforms okay have you looked had a chance to look into any of the new energy legislation that's passed i have i have seen it yes and i think that um there was not a real plan for implementing that I think that, again, this is, I mean, it's kind of, it was kind of illustrative of of how Illinois operates, which is all the right lobbies. A good bill is one that all the right lobbyists have touched. And they ran into an impasse a a first time around because you couldn't get the, um, the unions, powerful, powerful special interests in the state, and the new green lobby and the progressives on board. So it was actually, I mean, Republicans had very little to do with the, that was two powerful progressive lobbies that were butting heads. And then they kind of worked it around and worked it through and all the right special interests were happy. And so they put this bill through that was supposed to be groundbreaking, but actually there is no strategy for implementing it. It's going to be disastrous disastrous if it is right now the only feasible way that it's going to work is we're going to ship we're going to shut down plants here in illinois and then we're going to have to import from out of state because we don't have um, an economy that can run on wind and solar at this point in illinois so so that plan really needs to be looked at and addressed and amended okay Mm -hmm. all right who's some of your mentors who do you look up to you'll be calling on to to say, hey, help me out here. So I have had the opportunity to work with a wide variety of people um, over the last 10 years. I think I've worked with really some of the smartest people. Obviously, um, the person that gave me you know, my start in politics was a woman named Jeannie Ives, who is out of Wheaton. She, um, she, I, I, she's one of the people who's smartest on state policy and understood state government. And I really learned a lot from her. But there have been so many people who, you know, um, I learned about media from, you know, a, a reporter, a woman who had been a retired reporter who was very encouraging. I've learned you know, there's just been a lot of people that I, you know, that I have really enjoyed working with. I've learned a lot along the way. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Thanks for stopping by here. Thank you. I know you've been out and about meeting a lot of different people in town today. You're off to Midwestern Pet Food, Warren Mm -hmm. Achievement Center, and various other locations to meet business owners and uh, talk to people. So thanks for including us on your trip today. Thanks so much for having me. That is Kathleen Murphy. She is running with Jesse Sullivan for governor on the Republican ticket coming up in the primary. Let's get back to Dave Ramsey. Your financial piece is here on the air right now.